Welcome back to the Ice Bath. Uh, I'm Matt. I'm Griff. And Griffin is, uh, you know, bittersweet morning today or afternoon uh, for him. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, the Jets, my New York Jets, my beloved New York Jets, just love causing pain. Um, we we went out, we we beat the Buffalo Bills, and normally I would just be through, jumping through the roof, excited right now, and I'm just not. Um, Aaron Rodgers, it was confirmed today, ruptured his Achilles. He's out for the year. This has been the first year of Jets football that I've been looking forward to that I can even remember. We had our quarterback. We have an elite defense. We've got a really good run game, solid O-line, some weapons on offense. We were a quarterback away. We got our quarterback. He plays four snaps. His Achilles snaps. Aaron Rodgers may never play another football game again. He's 39 years old, coming off probably the toughest injury to recover from. Um, granted, he's a pocket passer. It's a little different, but still with his age, you never really know. And now we are stuck with Zach Wilson again. And going into the year that we drafted Zach Wilson, he was my favorite quarterback um, that was going to be available for us. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence was going number one. Um, and I still stick by that. I still think that Zach Wilson all around could be a better quarterback than Justin Fields. Obviously Fields is more dynamic with his feet and has that ability to make big plays because of that. Um, but Zach Wilson's just a better pure passer. And I don't think anybody could really tell me otherwise. But the issue is that Zach Wilson is still not an NFL caliber starter. Um, I don't know what we're going to do. Robert Sala came out after the game yesterday and said Zach's the guy. Um, I know we're going to look at veterans to bring in I just I was really looking forward to this Aaron Rodgers season, not only because I thought the Jets could make a playoff run with him, but because with Zach Wilson sitting behind Aaron Rodgers for at least this year, if not next year as well, um, I, I thought Zach was going to really benefit from that and actually become an NFL caliber starter and really take a lot of things away from Aaron Rodgers. Four plays into the game, he's just thrown right in and has to kind of fend for himself, and we're kind of back at square one. End of rant. Well, so just to feed off that that last part a little bit, um, I would say this might be best case scenario for Zach Wilson, um, only because he still has Rodgers to help him out. You know, he probably has the best quarterback coach you can get right now in the NFL. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong with Rodgers. Yeah, you're not wrong there. And it's not like he's going up against the same, you know, second string defense every week in practice. He's actually going to get those reps in the game, uh, in live time, and you know, when a mistake occurs, he's going to be held accountable by Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, Rodgers is still going to be on the sideline. He's still going to have a heavy presence in that locker room. Uh, I think, you know, this is a crucial year for Wilson's development. Uh, and you kind of find out after this year, hey, you know, if, if Wilson doesn't take that, that jump this year, he's not your guy. But, it, you know, if you see progress, it, you know, it's a, it's a win-win. There really is no silver lining, but any little bit there is is the fact that the Jets are going to be keeping their first round pick this year. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, you, you've got an elite defense um, that, that was proven last night against Josh Allen. I mean, he did not look like Josh Allen. Um, the run game is going to be really good. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, but in like Brees Hall came back his first game back, he's looking just as good as he did before he got hurt. Um, but the issue is that you, you force four turnovers and still only score 16 points on offense. 
and that's just not going to be sustainable. It's not realistic to expect the defense to go out and get four turnovers a game. And even if they are, you're st- you're going to have to put up those points if you're going to want to win these games. Um, I I don't know. I, I really think we need to bring in a veteran um, just to have some competition there. Another person that Zach Wilson could kind of turn to and grow as a passer and grow as a quarterback and as a decision maker from. Um, I mean, there's a lot of guys out there, a lot of good backups out there that I wouldn't mind bringing in. And yeah, maybe they're not going to come in and play right away. But if Zach does struggle, we need we need another option. Yeah, um, I could see you guys going after someone like Joe Flacco, who's familiar with the franchise. Uh, you know, knows the organization, uh, is familiar with you know some of the players in that organization, and uh, can come in and, and you know fill in that role of a backup, maybe clipboard holder. Uh, and be another guide for Wilson. But like I said before, I, I I truly think, you know, this this is a good thing for Wilson. I mean, it's it's awful. I, I feel so bad for Aaron Rodgers. I never wish an injury on anybody. But um, this does benefit Wilson because, he, you know, he's going to get those reps in live games now. And, you know, you're going to sign another veteran. You're going to have two veteran quarterbacks to, to help coach him up, you know, in practice, in live games. Um I, I, again, this is a crucial year of development for him. But your defense is going to keep you in games. Uh, that run game looks lethal. Um, you know, the offensive line needs to work on their pass pro a little bit. But other than that, I mean, you beat the the Bills without Rodgers. No, that is true. That says a lot. And the thing is, if this were any other team, I think the, the tank for Caleb Williams would be on. Yeah. But the fact that this defense is so good, right. the defense, I mean, we saw it last night. The defense could single-handedly win you win you these games. They and did special it. teams, yeah. They did it last night. Yeah, special teams too. Defense, special teams. Shout out Jordan Whitehead. Three interceptions in a game. That that's crazy. I mean, he's never had a season with three. He he had a a bonus in his contract this year for if he had three picks, he gets a 250k bonus. He got it after week one against Josh Allen. Yeah. Well, shout out. Uh, Whitehead again. I mean, to do it off Josh Allen, nonetheless. Yeah, you know, that's pretty impressive. Right, that's uh, enough Jets talk. Yeah. I, people aren't here to listen to the Jets, but I needed to. <laughs> I needed to let that one get out that after last chest. night. Yeah. Um, let's get into uh, some fantasy football recap from Week One. Yeah. How about how about Calvin Ridley? Um, yeah. Hasn't played in two years and came out and absolutely killed it for the Jags. Yeah. Eight catches, 101 yards, and a touchdown on 11 targets. Um, he looks explosive. He does. Yeah, and you know you add a wide receiver one to an already existingly good offense. You have Christian Kirk there, Evan Ingram, Zay Jones, uh, Etienne out of the backfield, uh, Tank Baseby, uh, and but now you have a wide receiver one in Calvin Ridley, and this is great for Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence can now finally take that next step that he needs to take in the NFL to uh, to be. I think he has potential to be a top five quarterback. I think he could be an MVP caliber quarterback. Yeah. He's he's that good. He's got the talent. The talent's always been there. That's never really been the question. First it was the coaching. Yeah. He had Urban Meyer. Um and now it's just building that team around him. And they're really doing that. They're going all in, especially on that offense. And yeah, I think they're gonna be a really fun team to watch. We've been saying it even since the end of last year when they were making the playoff push. Um they're gonna be a good team. Yeah, and what they what they end up giving up for uh, Calvin Ridley to begin Wasn't with? Wasn't it a third? Uh, a fourth oh. and a fifth. Yeah, yeah. Conditional fifth and a f- fourth. So I mean, they got a wide receiver one for nothing. That yeah. that 
that is great on the the Jags management over there. Um, another guy that has looked great, um, Jordan Love. Jordan Love. So, I mean, the Packers, a big question mark going into this season was the quarterback position for them. We already knew that their defense was very, very good. Yeah. You know, we know that they have a really good run game, but with the departure of Rodgers, you know, what was Jordan Love made of? And he showed out. Yeah, 15 of 27, 245, and three touchdowns. He looked really good, really comfortable. Um, and he did that without his wide receiver one in Christian correct. Watson. Yeah. He sat out for yep. that one. I mean, Aaron Jones had a huge game. Yep. Um, he was a big part of that. And the run game's going to have to be good moving forward just to keep Jordan Love comfortable. Right. But Jordan Love, man, I was watching some of that game. He he just looks good. He does. Yeah, he, he's, I'm, he's I'm sharp. He was, he was making good throws. I mean, you expect he's a first-round pick. You sit behind Aaron Rodgers for, what, two, three years? Yep. And, uh, you know. This is what I was hoping would happen with Zach Wilson, get to sit behind Aaron yep. Rodgers and sit there and learn and come out and play like this. Yeah, so um, I'm definitely on that Jordan Love hype train. Yeah, I completely agree. And, you know, he has a, a young slew of receivers that he's thrown to. Um, you know, so they're, they're prone to make mistakes. He's really got to take that leadership role, show some poise, and uh, it looks like he's ready to do that. Man, I would tell you, watch out for Christian Watson. Yeah, when he comes back, yeah, that's going to be a a dynamic duo for sure. Um, And then uh, going into the four o'clocks, my Philadelphia Eagles did escape with the win uh, over New England, but we looked pretty rusty out there. You know, if it weren't for the defense, um, we're losing that game, unfortunately. Uh, I mean... Mac Jones looked sharp. Uh, their offensive line looked really good. They, they were able to contain everybody except Jalen Carter, who, you know, he's he's a beast. He's going to be yeah, he's, he's going to be, be a stud. really good. Um, so I I I think Philly will you know uh, get back to being you know how they looked last year. I think they're going to be a top team in the league yet again. Uh, you know, it's just shaking off the rust. Nobody really played in the preseason, and uh, you know you're paying for that week one. So. Short turnaround. They take on uh, Minnesota this week, so we should see, uh, you know, if, if they can uh, correct all their mistakes that they made uh, in Week One. But uh, I'm not. I'm not too worried. Um, I wouldn't be too worried either. Yeah. Uh, especially, I like it was really bad weather there too. Right. It's it's just kind of tough. Um, yeah. You're going on the road Week One. It's going to be a tough game no matter when you're playing in New England. So that's true. And uh, staying in that division, um, uh, New England's division, how about the, the Dolphins? I mean, coming out with a big win. We we both predicted that they are going to yeah. win against the Chargers, but uh, what a great game. Uh, really, really good game. Talk about the return of Tag of Iwobra, you know. He, Tua, Tua was slinging that thing. He was. Over 400 passing yards. He had like 460 or something, right? I think so. With... Over two hundred yeah, of those four four sixty six with two hundred and what fifteen of those going to Tyreek Hill. Yeah, two two fifteen for Tyreek and I two s- touchdowns. I said on a prior episode, um, either if it was last week or the week before, I think Tyreek Hill has a very good chance of going over two thousand receiving yards this season. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. And I saw somewhere that he's if he if he repeats what he does in week one every game, he's going to go over three thousand. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm liking that prediction right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, Miami Miami looks legit. Yeah, that offense is going to be really good. I think the defense is the biggest question mark for them. For sure, for sure. Um, Mainly they, the secondary. Xavier Howard had, I think, three pass interferences. Yeah. Um, Cater Kohu looks really good. 
Yeah, they get Jalen Ramsey back in a couple months, though. Yeah, that's going to be huge for them. Yeah. Um, that'll that'll be also be huge push. for Xavier Howard. Yeah. He won't have to have the pressure going against number one. Speaking of Jalen Ramsey, how about his former team, the Rams? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, they're not that bad. Um, I guess I not. I can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, yeah, I mean, a couple guys we'll talk about later that, that stood out for uh, Los Angeles. But, man. They slaughtered yeah, Seattle. It's not even like they beat Seattle, who I, I thought was going to be a good team coming in this season. They they put the hurt in on them. It wasn't close. It wasn't. They, they held Seattle, what, 13 points? 13 points, yeah. I mean, you, you got DK, Tyler Lockett, Jack Shigba, Zach Charbonnet, Kenneth Walker, uh, Noah Fant. Do I have to keep going? I mean, all these weapons. Plus a line. Yeah. Like, they just couldn't do anything. And, and the Rams, I mean, I, I thought the biggest question mark going into the season for them was their defense, and their defense didn't look bad. I'm not going to lie. I thought the Rams were going to be the worst worst statistical defense in the league this year. Yeah, I mean, they had Aaron Donald and then, what, Jordan Fuller? We had talked about yeah. this prior episode. Um, we couldn't name anybody else aside from those two. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on there, but the Rams looked really good. Yeah, and if we're staying on the topic of good teams and good defenses, well, great defenses, um, Sunday night, Dallas absolutely dominated and dismantled the New York Giants. Oh, that was ugly. That was really, really ugly. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you saw the game, uh, I'm sorry. I mean, like, I wish it was a better game. And usually divisional games are, but that that wasn't even particularly close. That pass rush, and it wasn't even like they were blitzing. It was just basic four-man rushes mm-hmm. in, just in there in, se- like, split seconds. I mean, Parsons, Parsons lived in that Dexter, backfield. Uh, no, DeMarcus, DeMarcus Lawrence. Lawrence. I always get them confused. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, their pass rush just was in there in split seconds. Daniel Jones had no time. It was it was rough. And then Gilmore made his Dallas debut with an interception. Yep. Uh, I mean, him, Diggs, you got Micah Parsons, Marcus Lawrence, Lane Van Der there There's so many great players on that defense. Um, you know, as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I'm, I'm, I'm worried, I'm concerned uh, that we might not win that division. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they looked great. So... Speaking of great, uh, something we didn't do too great on was our picks last week. Yeah, I just realized I actually went nine and seven because I had um, I had San Fran and you had the that's Steelers. right. Yeah, I you went I eight and eight. I went game. nine and seven. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought Pitt was going to be a lot more competitive than that. I don't know if that speaks to Pitt not being as good as I thought or the Niners just being that much better. Yeah. Um, but I, that was that was also Niners a defense crazy looked game. really good. Yeah, they did. Yeah, the Niners are going to be a scary team. Yeah, but let's jump into our week two picks. Um, you know, we won't take too long on them. Um, but starting off Thursday night, Minnesota at Philadelphia. I have my my Eagles winning in their home opener. Yeah, I have the Eagles winning as well. Um, I do think this is going to be a fairly close game. I think the Eagles win by. I'm going to go between six and ten here. Yeah, it all comes down to uh, stopping Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, but with James Bradbury likely out for that game, uh, that might be a little little difficult to do. Uh, you're going to have the rookie, probably Keely Ringo, out there. Ringo's um, going to have to step up. Eli yeah. Ricks is going to have to get some playing time. For sure, for sure. But I, I think that that's a game we can pull out. This is a get-right game for us. You know, we had a lot of mistakes uh, against the Patriots in week one. 
you got to bounce back here. Yeah, I think this is a big one for Minnesota too. They made so many mistakes mm-hmm. against Tampa, just dumb penalties. But now you're away, short turnarounds. I know. Um, yeah, it's uh, going to be. I like I like the home team here in Philly. I agree. Uh, then starting out Sunday, we got Baltimore at Cincy. Yep. I'm going to go with Cincy here. Um, man, did they look bad too. It was just such a weird week of football, but I think this is uh, Cincy's get-right game as well. Yep. Um, it, it's tough to go Baltimore here because of all the injuries that occurred on Sunday. They lost Marcus Williams for probably significant time. Uh, I believe Dobbins is out for the year. Dobbins is out for the year. They lost uh, Ronnie Stanley and Tyler Linderbaum for a couple weeks. That's a huge hit to their offensive huge. line. Two of their best linemen. Probably, yeah, probably their two <clears throat> best linemen. Um, so that that's going to be tough. I think since he gets right here, um, I, I think Jamar Chase and T. Higgins both have solid games. T. Higgins coming off a game with zero catches, which yeah. I don't know what happened there. Burrow's, Burrow's just got to be better, um, and he knows that. Yep. I mean, he had, what, 83 passing yards on yeah. the day? Um, I mean, that, that was just that, that was an anomaly for him. I, I wouldn't worry. I think, yeah. what, last year, week one, he threw four picks? Yeah. Um, I believe. Something like that. I. But, I mean, look at last year, week one for Devonta Smith. Everyone gave up on Devonta Smith after week one last year because he had zero catches. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Burrow. Yeah, Burrow. Last year, week one, four picks against uh, Pittsburgh. So well, Yeah, but then Devonta Smith ended up going on and being a top ten receiver uh, statistically last yeah, I year. Yeah, wouldn't give up on T. Higgins. So, so, I mean, T. Higgins, don't no. Yeah, don't, no. don't give up on that's him. That's going to be a good offense. Sure. Yeah, I, that's going to be a high-scoring offense. Uh, again, it was just. Divisional games are crazy. They're wild. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, so, yeah, I have Cincy uh, getting right here at home. Uh, Seattle at Detroit. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Lions here coming off a big win. Um, Seattle coming off a really bad loss that we just talked about. Detroit coming off the huge win against KC. It's really tough to not pick them here at home. Yeah, I'm I'm going Detroit, but I wouldn't be surprised at an upset here. You know, the, uh, Detroit's coming off a huge win against KC. You know, maybe they slip up. You know, you, you, I, I feel like every time, you know, th- there's a, a big upset like, you know, Detroit over KC, um, that team tends to perform kind of poorly the, the following week because um, they're still relishing in that victory. Uh, Seattle, after what happened against the Rams, uh, they they need to, you know, do something they different here. They need to clean here. it up big time. Yeah, they need to clean it up. Um, that Detroit run game is going to be really good, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Um, I'm still going to go to Detroit at home, but I wouldn't be shocked to see Seattle um, pull this one out. Yeah, we got uh, Indy at Houston as the next game. I'm going with Indy here. Anthony Richardson looked really good. He made did. A, made a bad mistake on that that pass to, that um, Tyson Campbell picked him off on. But, you know, if he did go down at the end of the game with a knee injury, and I think they said he avoided anything serious, like he should be fine. But he looked good. He he looked like the best rookie quarterback in week one. Yep, I agree. Um, without a doubt. I mean, Indy Indy's going to stay in games. Um, you know, I, I I wasn't too sure. You know, I thought not having Jonathan Taylor was going to hurt them. But you know, Anthony Richardson brings that element to the run game. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's going to keep him in games and. Now they're they're going to Houston. I mean, Houston looked improved on last year, but still not great. I mean, they, 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 they looked they looked not too bad in the first half of that game right. against uh, Baltimore. Second yeah. half, it was another story. But I mean, Demeco Ryan's, um, you know, he's 
going to take advantage of his defensive pieces like Will Anderson. Um, is Jalen Petrie going to play? I know he he had to be hospitalized. Yeah, he's, I, he's good now, but yep. he had uh, punctured a lung or something, so he's yeah, probably he, out. I think he bruised his lung. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, but aside from Petrie, and you have a decent secondary back there. I think Houston's going to have a really good defense this year. Um, the question is, can C.J. Stroud continue to progress? But I have Indy going in and beating Houston at home. Yep, I'm with you there. Chicago at Tampa Bay. Yeah, uh, I'm going Tampa here. Really? So these are two teams that kind of surprised me. Um, opposite ways. I thought Chicago was going to be a lot better than they were. Mm-hmm. They got absolutely smacked around and played with by uh, Green Bay. And Tampa, I mean, coming up with the upset over Minnesota, uh, again, shocked me. Um, I mean, I, I like Chicago here just because I, I think Baker Mayfield's going to make a mistake uh, sooner or sooner than later. And, uh, you know, I, I just I think Chicago is going to clean up the, the mistakes they had last week. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think Baker may, had a lot of plays where I was just like, wow. he's He was slinging the thing. He was kind of back to that, that Cleveland form. And, yeah, maybe Baker's not going to be a, a top 15 quarterback. But I think he's going to be good enough to keep Tampa in games, especially if their defense could play like they just did. Yeah, yeah, I know their defense was actually pretty good too. Um, I mean, they they gave up all those yards to Justin Jefferson, but uh, I mean, they they and kept almost they kept, all that was the first half too. Yeah, they kept Minnesota out of the end zone for the most part. Yeah. Um So I, I I do like Tampa's defense, but I'm gonna take the uh, the edge to Chicago. Um, I mean that 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 offense just has so many weapons. Yeah. Uh, uh, Aside from Chase Claypool, I mean, he did not look good. Yeah. But um, probably Casey, game of the week is our next one. Yeah, Kansas City at Jacksonville. I'm going to go KC. I think KC bounces back, especially if uh, if Travis Kelsey's playing, which he should be. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably was at a point where he could have played on uh, on Thursday night. Just no no reason to risk it week one. Um, 100%. Kelsey plays, KC wins this game. Yep, uh, I think they win this game regardless if Kelsey plays or not. I think Kelsey will play. Um, I just this is a must win for Casey. Yeah, uh, you can't you can't start the season on one two if you're Kansas City, uh, especially since you know you're gonna have teams like the Chargers and well the Chargers. Um, I I don't think Denver and, and Vegas are really gonna contend for especially not after division, watching that but, game. Yeah, but I mean the Chargers, although they lost to Miami, they still look decent. Um, you know, you, you can absolutely cannot lose this game. Jacksonville looked good. Uh, yeah, I mean, for for most part, they their offense looked really good. Their defense yeah. struggled, especially in the first half. Yeah, so I, I have KC in a again another get right game. Um, but I, I think Jacksonville will keep it close. Yeah, I think it'll be a close one. Uh, Green Bay at Atlanta. Who are you going with here? So. As much as I like Atlanta and as good as they looked week one, um, I, I got to lean Green Bay. I mean, we talked about earlier, Jordan Love looks like the guy. Um, that defense is really, really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, stand, you, Rashawn Gary, I mean, come back, coming off that injury, he was Yeah, getting Gary back is huge. Yeah. Um, I, I like Green Bay here. I also like Green Bay here. I, mean, um, I would assume Christian Watson's back this game, yep. and I think he has a big day. Um, 
but man, those Atlanta running backs. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bijan and Tyler Algier is a, a lethal duo. I am going to make a bold prediction right now that Tyler Algier goes over a thousand yards again this year. Really? Yes. I think Algier is that good, and I think they're gonna find ways to use Bijan in the passing game and mm-hmm. in other ways other than just as a pure runner. And Tyler Algier is going to be that pure runner. They have a two-headed monster back there, and that offense is going to be really good as long as they can keep feeding both of them the ball. Yeah, I, uh, both these teams are very young. Um, so I, I think there will be a lot of mistakes in this game. Uh, but I think it will be high scoring because of that. Yeah, so, I can g- see give, that. Me, give me Green Bay. Next up, we have Vegas at Buffalo. Buffalo uh, coming off a loss. Vegas coming off a big win. Yeah, I think Buffalo blows them out here. I, I agree. Um, I think this is a Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs just just connect all day long. I mean, Josh Allen's got to be PO'd after you know throwing three picks and losing to Zach Wilson and the Jets on Monday night yeah. in front of everybody. Yeah, and now you got people you know drawing comparisons to Josh Allen to Carson Wentz. Um, Allen comes out and, and proves why he has been a perennial MVP candidate you know past few years. Give me Buffalo. Yeah, I think I think Allen goes for three fifty and a couple scores, for sure. Next up, you got the Chargers at Tennessee. Um, Tennessee lost a close one. Yeah, um, to um, uh, the Saints, right? Yeah, we'll talk about a forgettable game. Um, but the, the Chargers, on the other hand, I mean, we talked about them earlier. They they looked really good. Uh, I think they, yeah, can win some games and contend for the uh, the division. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Tennessee looked really bad uh, on offense. Uh, the defense kind of held their own, but uh, Ryan Tannehill just looked terrible. Yeah. He threw a couple picks, and I think he threw three. Um, I was watching the game. He could have had, he could have thrown probably five or six, and it's not even an ex- exaggeration. I know Lattimore dropped another. Um, they had a couple where guy, their defenders made some plays on the ball where they could have picked it. Um, Tannehill's got to be better. He's got to be a better decision maker, and you know they they kind of slow they kept Henry in check. They did, and well, actually, he I'm pretty sure Taiji uh, Spears had more touches than Henry in that game. Yeah, I believe he did, Taiji and I'm, I'm, I mean I'm not surprised. Uh, actually, no, no, he didn't. He didn't. He had three carries, and he had one reception. So it must have been a percentage of snaps. I, I know he had... Yeah, Henry only played in 48% of the snaps. He had 15 carries, 63 yards, and then uh, two catches for 56. Um, he did have that big catch. That's right. Yeah, Spears did play in 54% of the snaps. Okay, so yeah, he, it, that's yeah. what it was. He had, um, yeah, more uh, snap percentage. But I, I, I don't know. I, I think Tannehill, whether it's due to injury or his performance... Uh, is going to hit that bench sooner than later before the halfway mark. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, whether you bring in, you know, Willis, who looked good in the preseason, or Levis, who you, know, you took in the second round. Probably your guy of the future. Hopefully your guy of the future, yeah. yeah. I, I know a lot of Titans fans didn't like that pick, but I'm a big, I'm pretty big on Levis. I, I'm, I'm a yeah. big Levis fan. Uh, so, yeah, give me the Chargers there. Next, we have San Fran uh, at the Rams. You know, the uh, part of me thinks that San Fran's going to blow him out. I think this is a trap game. I'm still yeah. going to go with San Fran here, but I think it's a lot closer. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think uh, it's going to have San Fran better sweating, uh, sweating it out for sure. I, I, yeah. I mean, San Fran's a really good team, but the Rams are a really well-coached team. 
Yep. Uh, and, I mean, they, they're going to stay in games. Yeah, San Fran, I believe they're eight-point favorites going into this. I Give me the Rams spread all day long here, especially at home, divisional yeah. game, coming off a big win. I, I love the, I love Rams tees getting yeah, 14. Yeah. And it, yeah, I'm going San Fran, though. I still think San Fran's a better team and pulls off the win here. Next up, we have the uh, New York football giants. Well, yeah, I think uh, well, uh, Arizona. They they scored the same amount of points as the uh, as the San Francisco baseball giants. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, giants are going to have to figure it out. I'm going with the Giants here on the road. This is a pivotal game for them. Yeah. I know it's early in the season, but it's yeah. a game that you you win nine times out of ten. Yeah. Um, and you you have to go and beat up on the teams that you're clearly better than. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they play San Francisco next week. Um, so, you know, you're sandwiched between Dallas and San Fran. You can't – you're playing Arizona. You can't go on three to start yeah. the season. Yeah, uh, Especially in a division as strong as the NFC East where yeah, you, you have – you go 0-3 to start the season, it's going to be really tough to climb out of that and push yeah. to the playoffs. Yep. And, uh, I mean, Arizona just – is not that great of a team. They're starting Josh Dobbs again. They've announced not impressed at all by I, him. I mean, I don't really like, there's just not much impressive about that team in general. Yeah. There's no redeeming qualities. Yeah. Give me, it's... give me the giants. Uh, they need to get right here. Dable is a really good coach. Um, you know, you can't get any worse than they did on Sunday night in front of the entire country. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, yeah. They they need to win. The only way um, it goes up. You just can't get lazy and overlook the Cardinals. No, because you do that, you're going to come out sluggish again, and it's going to be it could be another long game. Yep. Next, we got your Jets at Dallas. We were just talking about Dallas. Um, I'm I'm taking Dallas at home. Yeah, me too. I mean, Zach Wilson facing arguably the best defense in the league. Yep. It's not going to be fun. Um, Dallas wins by a couple scores, in my opinion. I mean, our our defense is going to be able to contain their offense, I think, but they're just gonna their offense is just better. Yeah. Um, it's all it comes down to, I think. Yep. And yeah, I I, I don't really need to talk about yeah. that. I've said my piece. Yeah. Uh, Washington at Denver. I believe we're different here. Um, I have Washington. Wow, you're going Washington on the road, huh? Yeah. Um, Denver just did not impress me week one. They looked about the same as they did last year. Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought Sean Payton was going to have them come out and, you know, play like a totally different team. But, you know, reality is they, they didn't. Maybe Nathaniel Hackett wasn't the problem. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was wrong about Denver. Uh, I know it's only been one week, but I thought Payton was going to turn this team around. He didn't. And Washington, you know, they won a close one against Arizona. Uh Howell but, made some plays. But yeah, Howell, Howell didn't look bad. No, Howell, Howell looked better than I thought he would. He definitely made some plays, and they did enough to win the game. Right. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's tough to tell because I think Arizona's just so bad. Right. So that's the reason I'm, I'm going Denver here at home. I think I'm just going to give the nod to home field advantage here. I don't think either of these teams are particularly good. No. But, um, yeah, I, I got a low-scoring game here in Denver with uh, the Broncos winning probably by a field goal. Yeah, I'm taking Washington. I just think they have the better offensive weapons. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're a younger team, too. I, you know, I think they're they're going to be hungrier. 
And Ron Rivera, he's not a bad coach. No. Give, give me Washington. Uh, and then I believe Miami Sunday. at New England is Sunday, Sunday night. night. Yep. Uh, give me Miami. They looked unbelievable. I am going Miami as well. It's just going to be really, really hard to stop that offense this year, no matter who's playing them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, and if Tua can make just, those throws down the field, which he and, showed he could. Yeah, um, yeah, it's going to be tough to slow that offense down. Yeah, I mean, New England. I think New England will stay in games this year. I think they will win games. Um, this is just not one. Of them. This is just <laughs> not one of them. Yeah. No, I agree. I completely agree. And then uh, we next, got two Monday night games. Yeah, Monday night we got New Orleans at Carolina. Yeah, I'm gonna go with New Orleans here on the road. Um, Carolina didn't look terrible. Um, the offense struggled a bit. They didn't look good either. Bryce Young did not look good. They they came out fairly strong. They did. And um, that's why I was like, oh, maybe maybe they got something here. But yeah. I don't know. It's gonna. We, we talked about this before. They're gonna go through the growing pains. Bryce Young's gonna go through the growing pains. And that's got to be expected. Right. He's not in the best situation. He doesn't have the best playmakers around him. Um, and it, it's just, it's a whole new system there. So, yeah, I, I, I think Carolina's going to struggle out the gate. I think New Orleans is going to capitalize on early mistakes and do enough to win this game. So, New Orleans um, looked actually pretty decent on offense. That, that passing game was there. The passing game was there. Uh, Michael Thomas is back and he looked decent yeah and Olave looked good and Olave looked Rashid really good he looked good yeah so I mean I I think Carolina's gonna have a tough time um holding back that New Orleans passing game so I'm gonna give the slight edge to New Orleans here but again it's a divisional game uh wouldn't be surprised to see Carolina with the upset special on Monday night yeah uh speaking of Monday night the second Monday night game is Cleveland at Pitt this one intrigues me a lot yeah, I mean, because Cleveland absolutely shut down Joe Burrow and one of the best offenses in the league in Cincinnati. Yep. And Pitt, you know, who had high hopes, looked horrible against San Fran, who had one of the best defenses in the league. Um, so, I mean, can they re- can Cleveland repeat what they did to Cincinnati against Pittsburgh? The thing with me is I, I just have a hard time picking Pitt in this game. Yeah. After how that offense looked, granted, I know right. the San Fran D is really, really good, mm-hmm. but how that offense looked and how their defense looked against uh, San Fran, which again, San Fran, one of the best teams, if not the best team in the league right now. Yeah, um, it's just really hard for me to pick them, it, it, especially the way Cleveland looked against a really strong Cincinnati team. I got to go Cleveland here. Yeah, I mean Kenny Pickett with two turnovers or two two picks at least. Um, I mean you can't have that. Those are the mistakes that lose you games. Yeah. Um, I thought Steelers' defense was going to be a lot better. Uh, I mean, they—I I will say though—they uh, couldn't stop the run. No, I mean, McCaffrey went over 150 yards. Yeah. So now you have Nick Chubb, who's it doesn't just, get much easier. Yeah, if, or if any easier. Yeah, I mean, Nick Chubb is one of the best running backs in the league, if not the best. I know you you think really yeah, highly I of think him. Pure runner. I think he's the best pure runner in the league, and I'm like. It's just going to be really tough to stop that if you couldn't stop Christian McCaffrey. Right. Which, that's not a knock on Christian McCaffrey. He's a great running back, and he's mm-hmm. probably up there top five pure runner in the league, too. But I do think, like, it's just going to be really tough for them to be able to stop a bigger back like that. What What is concerning uh, is Jack Conklin. Yeah. They, Cleveland yeah. lost Jack Conklin okay. for the year, uh, torn ACL. Uh, I think we're going to see... T.J. Watt lining up a lot on that right side. 
That's, on Dewan Jones, yeah, the rookie. Yeah, line up on you know the the big rookie and uh you know, that's gonna be like a fun. Six, eight, like, that's gonna be a fun matchup to watch. I mean, wh- why? I mean, even in the loss, he still had like three sacks or something, didn't he? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think, as long as Pitt can generate a pass rush, they'll stay in this game. Yeah. Um, and which they will, because you have a rookie versus one of the best pass rushers in the league in TJ Watt. Uh, I still gonna give the slight edge to Cleveland here, just because um, of Nick Chubb versus a poor run defense. But uh, this will be an entertaining game for Monday night. No, I agree, and it's well. Also, um, Hayward's out. Oh, that's right. Yep, Cam Hayward's out. So, yeah, I'm going Cleveland. All right, waiver wire watch before we wrap it up. Um, going into week two, there are a couple guys. There's probably more that we could list, but these are just some of our favorite guys um, that are out there in most leagues on waivers. We're gonna. I'm gonna start it off with. Uh, we we're talking about the Rams. We got Kyron Williams. Um, he's coming off a game where he had 15 carries, 52 yards, and two touchdowns, and he played in 65% of the offensive snaps. Um, it looks like it's probably going to be a running back by committee with him and Cam Akers, but Akers was very ineffective in his touches. And Kyron Williams is only rostered in 4% of sleeper leagues, so uh, I would go out and get him. Yeah, um, I mean, Cam Akers is somebody that I feel people keep buying into year in and year out. And he just hasn't delivered. He just has like one or two big games a year, and like it right, it's really, usually towards the end of the year. Yeah, just to and it get makes everyone. To, yeah, yeah, buy into yeah, buy into next, next year, yeah. and then he's like, oh, I'm gone again. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Kyron Williams is definitely worth worth the pickup. Uh, I I think it's going to take a couple weeks before he's you know the sole you know uh, running back in that backfield. I, I I do think they'll be RBBC for the next couple weeks, like you had mentioned. Yeah, I mean the thing thing with that team is they're always going to be pass heavy. Yeah. Um, as long as Matt Stafford's there, they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. So, I mean, that's what it really comes down to. It's the fact that I don't know if you could trust starting a Rams running back week in and week out in fantasy. No. But if you are to pick up one of their guys, I think I'd take Kyron Williams over Cam Akers. Yeah, especially if you're in a pinch at running backs. Say you had someone like J.K. Dobbins, uh, who's, you know, hurt now, or, you know, maybe you have Aaron Jones, who's battling a a hammy. Um, You know, it's definitely worth picking up for the depth Speaking of J.K. Dobbins, um, he's now out for the year uh, yep. again. So I'd look to go and pick up Gus Edwards. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's always the guy that's going to step up and take over that backfield when there's an injury he has for years. Um, you know, I I wouldn't get caught up uh, on the two Justice Hill touchdowns at all. Um, you know, I. I'd also take into consideration, though, that the Ravens love washed up veteran backs to take away carries. Yeah, and you know who's on their practice squad? Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Fumble himself. Yeah, I think it's like they're another team. It's kind of tough to trust any running back as a fantasy starter. Yeah. But I'm I'm Team Gus Edwards over Justice Hill all day long here. Yeah. And I think he's just proven it. It's, it's, it's difficult to trust running backs in that offense to begin with just because – Lamar's yeah, Lamar, yeah, Lamar yeah. is going to take away, uh, you know, touches from you. But when you when you get into the, you know goal line situations and stuff, um, you know, I feel like Gus Edwards. That's where he thrives. But Edwards is rostered in eighteen percent of leagues and uh, could be a decent flex play uh, against certain matchups all season long now. So yep. Uh, next up, we got Zay Jones. Um, he looks like he still has some really good chemistry with Trevor Lawrence. He had seven targets, bringing in five of those for 55 yards and a really nice diving touchdown grab. Um, he's earned his targets over the last year, um, and he's definitely a big part of that offense. 
it's really nice for them to be able to have three strong receivers that you could trust plus Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't need to keep talking about the Jags offense. We, we've done it enough over the last year. But um, the, this production, it may not be sustainable week to week, but I, I definitely think he's a good plug-and-play receiver, seeing that he's only rostered in 17% of leagues. For sure. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I know Christian Kirk had a, a quiet game, but that, that's that's what you're probably going to get with that Jags offense is... Hit or miss. Outside of Ridley, I think. Yeah, outside of Ridley, I mean, uh, Ridley and Ingram, because I think Ingram will yeah. still you know, get a couple catches in 40, 50 yards a game. But I think Zay Jones and Christian Kirk are going to switch off, depending on their matchup for the week, on um, who pops off. You know, I, comp- I completely agree with that. So... Uh, finally, the the last guy we have is a guy I'm a huge fan of going forward into the, the season. Um, he might be the, the Greg Dorch of 2023. Yeah, last year, the Dorch Torch. Yeah, uh, it's Puka Nakua for the Rams. How do you not love Puka Nakua? I mean, his name's just so much fun to say to begin I, with. And I, I only know of him because I was playing last, I think it was last year, I was playing an NCAA 14 Dynasty with updated rosters with BYU, uh, and he was a stud. I loved that guy. Yeah. I mean, if Matt Stafford likes you, he's going to force feed you the ball. Yeah. Uh, and Nakua made a really nice debut, having 15 targets. He brought in 10 catches for 119 yards. And, uh, I mean, Cup's out, and while he's out, it's hard to trust any Rams receiver. But Nakua seems like he could be the guy to at least try to fill in. Um, he's rostered in, like, no leagues. And, uh, I mean, he was a fifth-round pick out of BYU. Um, but he, he's a similar build to Cooper Cup. You know, he's, uh, I think, 6'2", 205. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a bigger guy. He's going to work a lot in that slot. And, like I said, I mean, Stafford's going to force-feed him the ball. He's going to get a lot of targets each game. I think he's a plug-and-play wide receiver two or three. Yeah, I, I think you said that perfectly. I think the, the biggest thing with Matt Stafford is if he likes you and builds it, uh, builds that good chemistry with you, he's going to throw you the ball. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. Um, and coming out week one as a rookie, your first ever game, you bring in 10 catches for him, he's going to trust you. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I again, he's a similar build to Cooper Cup. They're going to use him in a similar play style in that offense. Yeah. Um, as long as he can continue to keep running clean routes, I, I don't see, you know, uh, him him going away anytime soon. Yeah, no, uh, he's, he's young. Uh, they got to steal for him again in the fifth round. Uh, and Sean McVay loves using, you know, his slot receivers. A lot of people were high on Van Jefferson, picked him up going into the week, but you know, he barely got any playing time compared to, uh, or any touches compared to, uh, Puka Nakua and then Tutu Atwell, who was another guy to look out for. Um, but I think that wraps it up for this week, episode six. Yeah, if you're uh, listening on YouTube and you've made it this far, you might have noticed there's no video. Um, <laughs> our camera was dead, and it was just taking way too long to charge, so we decided to go with no video. Um, but, yeah, check us out on social media platforms. We're at Ice Bath Sports on Instagram and TikTok, at Ice Bath Pod on X slash Twitter. Um, and you can check out the video version of previous shows, not this one, on yeah. the Ice Bath Sports Podcast YouTube page. We will see you guys next Tuesday. And as always, stay stay cool. cool.